Hello and welcome to another episode of News Break. I am Ajish Jimmy George and in this episode we will give you some insights on the invasion of Ukraine by Russia and how the crisis is likely to affect India. Russian forces launched a full-scale invasion of Ukraine that opened with air and missile strikes on a massive scale after days of diplomatic efforts by many leaders to prevent a war. You know how we deal with news in news break. So let's take a look at the past and understand what's happening now. Ukraine was once part of the Soviet Union or what was called the USSR in your history books. Hence, both the fighting countries have a shared history and culture. Since Ukraine had been under Russian influence for most of its history, a large number of Ukrainians felt close to Russia and even spoke the language. But there were also others who saw Russia as an oppressor. The origins of the recent conflicts can be traced back to 2004 when western media alleged that Ukraine's presidential election in that year was rigged by Russia. The two candidates in that election were Viktor Yanukovych who was backed by the Kremlin and Viktor Yushchenko an ally of the west. Don't get confused both have Viktor as their first name. After a lot of protests the Ukrainian Supreme Court ordered a re-election which was won by Yushchenko. Under his leadership, Ukraine started sliding more towards the west. However, these elections also brought to the front the deep divisions within Ukraine. Most of Yushchenko's voters were from the west side of Ukraine, whereas the eastern side remained a stronghold of Yanukovych. After the collapse of the USSR, the United States and European powers added many of its allies such as Hungary, Estonia, Latvia and the Czech Republic to NATO. The military alliance of 30 countries. In 2008, NATO said former Soviet states Ukraine and Georgia could also join NATO. This angered the Russian president. In 2010, Yanukovych again won the elections and Ukraine under him swung back to Russia friendly policies. In late 2013, the government announced that it will suspend plans to form an association with the European Union and instead will have closer ties with Russia. This led to widespread protests called the Maidan Revolution. Hundreds of protesters were killed by security forces. However, it eventually led to the ouster of yanukovych in 2014 on february 22 2014 the ukraine parliament elected an acting prime minister who wanted more ties with europe russia responded to this by annexing the strategically significant port region of crimea in march in april Russia supported militias seized government buildings in the Donbas region. These groups declared independence in May 2014. Controlling the Donbas region also gave Russia a land corridor that links to Crimea. The region continued to remain tense despite two peace deals called Minsk 1 and Minsk 2. According to official data, 
More than 14,000 people have been killed in the region since 2014. However, an important change came in 2019 when actor-comedian Volodymyr Zelensky was elected the president of Ukraine. The government functioning became far more transparent and the media got more freedom. Ukraine also increased military cooperation with NATO and trade with Russia reduced. So now you know what Russian President Vladimir Putin meant when he stated that the aim of the special military operation was to protect Russia and demilitarize Ukraine. In fact, one of the main conditions put forth by Putin is a guarantee that Ukraine never joins NATO. Now that you know why there is a crisis, let's look at the impact that the war will have on India. India has consistently maintained a balance with the West and Russia. Historically too, during the Cold War, India's stand was that of non-alignment. India has maintained that dialogue is the only answer to settling differences and disputes. Dipanshu Mohan, Associate Professor at OP Jindal Global University, in an interview with On Manorama, has said that India should protest more strongly against the invasion. It would have been better for India to be a little more vocal than it would have it has been um, in expressing it, its uh, dissatisfaction with Russia. Mind you, it has done that in the past as well, um, when uh, you know the Soviets invaded um, uh, Afghanistan back in '79. Uh, uh, we had a Charan Singh government who was very vocal, who said that Soviets' actions and Afghanistan would were, were totally unjustified uh, landing into another sovereign country. Uh, and and But you had Indira Gandhi coming back to power in 80 and she, she backed uh, Soviet actions completely. Um, so in, we have, it's not as if that the strategic non-alignment has been consistent always. So we have always an occasion in principle, and I'm saying beyond power play, to, to make a moral case for uh, uh, because if you see, the reason I'm saying that, and I just want to quickly elaborate on, on one point, Russia's reasons to enter into uh, Ukraine are quite or more or less similar to what, uh, you know, Beijing has made as a case for military sovereignty and historical claims to territory or ethnic linkages uh, during its own border dispute with India. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a similarity in there. And uh, it might have made sense for, uh, you know, maybe the, the Indian Prime Minister or the Indian Ministry of External Affairs to come out strongly saying that the actions are condemnable. In today's world, a war, no matter far, will have serious effects on the global economy. And the same applies to India too. Russia is the world's second largest oil producer and an upward moment in the price of oil could speed up the already rising inflation. Increase in domestic fuel prices have been put on hold as elections are underway in some states. Also, several sanctions imposed on Russia could lead to rise in prices of other commodities as well. Volatile markets are another concern. The foreign portfolio investors have been selling their holdings in Indian equities. However, experts say that 
the current geopolitical concerns will not impact long-term fundamentals and prospects of businesses. They are of the opinion that markets will bounce back once the situation eases. So folks, hope you got a clear understanding of the current crisis in Ukraine. Please like, share and subscribe for more podcasts. For now, it's a goodbye. I'm Ajish Jimmy George and this is On Manorama's Newsbreak Series. <laughs>